Good evening and welcome to the Cosmic Convergence Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. On tonight's episode, Big Tim and I are being joined by our friend, some fat guy in Ohio, Mr. Brian. Tonight's episode, we're going to take a look at our results from the WWE's premium live event, Royal Rumble! Now that the dust has settled, we're going to see how well we did with that show for the 2023 Predictions Results Game. Join us on tonight's episode as we discuss the Royal Rumble. Good evening and welcome to the Cosmic Conversion Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. Tonight, we're being joined by our guest, some fat guy in Ohio, Mr. Brian. And tonight, as you heard from the show opener, as the dust has settled on the show, we are now going to talk about the WWE's premium live event, Royal Rumble. But before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show, uh, I believe the Game Master, Mr. Big Tim would like to go over the results from our prediction show. Big Tim? So, we all had a good showing prediction-wise. Uh, the side games that we talked about in the prediction show, we haven't really calculated out all those points yet. But we should hopefully have that figured out here shortly. And we'll upload a little addendum or something to just mention the side points. But... We all got off to a wonderful start. Two of us went 5-0 and at the Ooh. Royal Rumble uh, premium live event prediction show. The third one went 4-1. and one. So, what does that mean? What does that mean? We went a combined 14-1 and one at Royal Rumble. It means that the Royal Rumble was too predictable. Yeah. yeah, if if some fat guy in Ohio, Dr. Love, and Big Tim of all people, go combined fourteen and one at one of the royal at one of the preview live events that last year's prediction show we struggled at, going two yeah. two and two. That's not good. Triple H do better. That or we just got better at our prediction games. Or that too. So. It's, just, uh, it's just one of those deals where we knew where, or we thought we knew where everything was going, and it proved to be pretty much spot on. Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll start diving into the meat and potatoes of the uh, premium live event here. Uh, which match would you two gentlemen like to discuss first? Well, I think we should just go the way that the match card went. Frank, I can't even remember. That's I think like a fine dandy thing with me. I think. So the... the first match was Bianca's title defense against Alexa Bale. Bliss, I believe, wasn't it? No, it was the Men's Royal Rumble. Oh, it was the oh, Men's, the Men's Royal Rumble. Yeah. It was the Men's Royal Rumble. That's right. Yep, 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 yep. So, as we all know, by now, like I said, about the dust settling, we all 
think pretty much we predicted the winner of that pretty well. Um, yes, we did. Which was Cody Rhodes, which I'm ecstatic for. I thought the Men's Royal Rumble was interesting, to say the least. Not as many surprises as I thought there would have been. I think there was like only what? Really? One. one. No, there was only one because two of the other ones were like, yeah, nope. Well, the only one that I thought was really a surprise was the old man. Like the really old man. Yeah. But like Logan Paul really wasn't a surprise to me. I had a feeling yeah. like he was coming back. I just didn't say anything about it. Cause, you know, like, nobody wants to talk about him. Yeah. Like, there is something I do want to talk about. about we'll get into that later. Uh, and I'm trying to think, who was the other one? Um, but we kind of predicted Edge to be, like... Uh, Edge, not yeah. Edge was, but... Well, we kind of figured Edge would be there at some capacity. Yeah. So, technically, there weren't really any surprises except for Booker T. Yeah, but I think Which his. I think he said that. that his Royal Rumble days are finally over. Uh, yeah, I would say so. They should have um, been a while ago. <laughs> well, he did say somebody did crack on him about jobbing to Gunther, and he, he's like, "I would job for Gunther a million times over." <laughs> Just pretty much shut that person down. It was funny. So yeah, it was uh, Booker T, whose brand. Is NXT is that's that's as, as you mentioned earlier. That's kind of funny. That's only because he's the commentator over there on on uh, yep. uh NXT. And then of course the other uh, one that <laughs> was not connected to a brand was Logan Paul. He's unaffiliated. So because he just shows up anywhere he wants, which is kind of stupid. yeah. Um, what did I give this match rating, Tim? Our match rating was an eight and a half. Um, I think I've gotten to amend that now that after we've seen it, I don't think it really was an eight and a half. I would say it was probably more of like seven and a half, eight, in my opinion. Okay. Um, because I love the surprise entrance, and I didn't. There was only had the one. Um, I'm ecstatic that Cody won. Um, for sure. And it's just the way that they, I mean, the, the only other good thing about it is how they brought out everybody. Um, and Brock. <laughs> just Brock getting eliminated by Bobby. You know they're going to set up that WrestleMania match. Yep. They're actually fighting so. at Elimination Chamber. Oh, they are. Yes, they're doing a contract signing on Monday. Gotcha. I only know that because I watched SmackDown tonight live while it was going on, which is the first time I've done that in a very long time. So let's talk about the other. uh, Well, I'll let you guys go through your. Let me go ahead and go through your guys' take of the match, and then we'll get into really some. The one thing I want to really bring up about the match. I'll tag you in, Tim. You go first. So, <clears throat> I really did enjoy the Men's Royal Rumble match. Of course, I was also trying to uh, pay attention to the Winter Jam concert in Columbus at the same time while the uh, premium live event was going on. Um, I just wanna, uh, there's a couple of things I want to mention. 
Uh, looking at our predictions uh, for our side games, well, because I have them up and I'm going through it a little bit right now, I, for one, would never have guessed that Gunther not only would be the longest uh, the wrestler with the longest time, but he would break Rey Mysterio's record. Yeah. For the longest time spent in a rumble. Insane. And he lost. But he is a made man now. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, for sure. They're giving that man a voice like nothing other, but he's taking it. He's running with it. Yes, he is. While we're on the subject of Gunther, you should see pictures of him from when he was in the Indies. He was fat. He was like us, boys. He was a chunky monkey. I'll tell you that right now. And but notice he got they got him in the performance center and got him, you know, looking more. Oh my god, he's a beast. So yeah, it's it's, it's insane just looking at what what he's been able to accomplish and. I hope he gets to face Lesnar at some point. That would be a match I would love to watch. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good match. Ryan, what did you think? You can refresh my memory. What did I say this match would probably get? Ratings-wise. Eight. Eight? Yeah, it's about there. I mean, the best the best moment, I think, of the match was uh, the Logan Paul... Uh, ricochet cl- cash, but oh my god, that was like a that was a beautiful moment. Yeah, but yeah, pretty much that's exactly what I thought of it. It's it went how it went. Yeah. So Brian, what were your thoughts on the uh, men's Royal Rumble match? So my thoughts were, I think I I said it was going to be about an eight. Or I'm going to stick with that. It was it was an eight. Um, there were some good spots in a the match. There were some bad spots in a the match. There was, as we expected, you know, Cody Rhodes won, which is great. I'm happy for Cody. You know, the fact that he came back to WWE in the first place after being away for six years, and him being a top exec in one of the other company, you know, helping start that other company, and now he's like, you know, I, there's one thing I wanted to do because my dad never got to do it, and that's win a WWE title the actual big WWE championship, the main title. So I'm kind of glad that they're pushing that story right now, and I, I'm hoping they get it done and have it happen at WrestleMania. Uh, that would be great, because I don't think we're going to see another member of the Anuai or the... Uh, what is it? Um, what's the Atu. other family? Atu family, yes. Because I don't think we're going to see that. There is something... Oh, off kilter, I would like to talk about um, coming closer to um, WrestleMania, and that's when they do the Hall of Fame inductions. But I won't get into that now. We'll get into that closer to WrestleMania. But like I said, the match it went as it went the way I thought it was going to go. There were some very interesting spots. The biggest spot in that match was Logan Paul and uh, Ricochet jumping from other ends of the ring, and the just massive collision they had was just. Oh my word! That was I could watch it a million times. That was the best spot of the match. It was great. I loved it. The whole setup with Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley coming out and then 
or Brock coming out and then Bobby coming right after and then the next spot. You kind of figure something was going to happen like that. Um, I was really just like, okay, we know where this is going to go. Somebody's going to eliminate the other one. It's going to set up for the next premium live event, which we'll talk about on the next episode when we do the Elimination Chamber premium live event preview. Um, but other than that, um, it was it, it was it was an eight. Like I said, it was an eight. Um, Gunther was the most impressive, I believe. Um, they're they're really giving him a push right now, and um, he deserves it. I mean, he's a great athlete. The way they're going yeah. with it, where he's playing, he's played the leader of a group, and you know he's leading these more or less. I, I want to say they're like they're like the uh, Larry and Curly to his Shemp. You know, because Shemp was always the smarter one of the Three Stooges because there was actually four. Um, but, you know, he's the main character in that group, the main guy, the main focus. And they're pushing him as the main guy. And I can't wait to see who they put him up against uh, next. Uh, potentially a Gunther-Brock Lesnar-WrestleMania match? That would be awesome. But yeah. uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah. So I want to touch one uh, based on one disappointment of the Royal Rumble. And that was Kofi Kingston's save. I think what happened was they went to go use the chair and the chair fell underneath Kofi. So the way they had the chair set up, it almost seemed like he Brock was, was going to throw. I think Brock was the one that eliminated him. Brock was supposed to throw him onto the chair. The chair was supposed to slide into the announce desk. And he was supposed to get land on the announce desk. Maybe like saved by like uh, probably Pat McAfee, because you know Pat yeah. McAfee gave Pat, Pat, Pat McAfee goes hard for them boys. Yeah, and he was going to somehow make his way back on, but Brock just had too much adrenaline and energy and just shocked him so hard at that chair that that chair had no chance of holding up. No. At all. And then what's funny is he still had one foot on the chair. It didn't even touch the ground yet. But I guess but, they were just like, well, we're just going to call him eliminated anyways because it was time to go. Or it could have been that um, he was injured. He got injured. He probably got hurt a little bit. Was like, yeah, there's no, I'm, I'm done. Brock just manhandled me too much. It reminds me of that Fox show where I lost the WWE title. It's Brock. Just leave me away from him. Yeah. So, um, Big Tim, what were your thoughts? So, I did give my thoughts a little bit ago on the what I thought of the match mainly. I think I failed to give a rating, and I believe when we did the prediction show, I gave this a seven and a half. That's about where it was for me. Um, Brian's already mentioned the Ricochet, Logan Paul uh, collision in the middle of the ring. One thing that I found interesting is that I had read that we were going to see Cody and Seth feuding on the way to Mania. I don't think that's going to be the case anymore. I oh. think we got a Seth Rollins Logan Paul uh, matchup coming oh, on the line. Sure. Oh, definitely. 
And I think that's that's going to be one of those things that uh, that's going to be a what we call a banger of a match at WrestleMania. It's going to be a banger after banger. Exactly after banger. After banger. <laughs> exactly. So that, those are my thoughts, and I'm sticking to it. Before before we go any further, um. There's one person that I want to mention that I want to get into something about later, and that's the United States champion, Austin Theory. Now, he was eliminated by Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Okay. But it says he has an elimination. And you know who that was? Ricochet. So that that does not line up with anything that you think you're going to see from him in the near future. Although, yeah. in the next episode, we'll talk about it because it's a match. There is an Elimination Chamber match for the United States title. And all of the competitors are now set. And when we get into that episode, the next time we record, we can talk about that. And then I'll give you my thoughts on what they're probably going to do for WrestleMania. And then we'll talk about that uh, the, uh, closer to WrestleMania. But I didn't want to throw a little, a little Austin Theory in there because we have to talk about him a little bit. Uh, do we have No, to we don't. We don't. I know we don't, but I wanted to. No, we don't. Just because just just you guys cringe. You guys cringe every time you say his name. So, I had to give you a little I would rather moment. eat a bar of soap than say his name. I would rather do yeah. 37 party packs in a row at Taco Bell. And I just put myself through oh, that boy. with you guys. I'm sorry. That's all bad. So, Alright, well, moving on to the next match, which was the shortest match of the night, but I would say the most Entertaining? Yeah. Intriguing. Intriguing. Um, That's a better word. The match lasted five minutes, five seconds. It's the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. Now, I want to note, because I found this today, before we even get into the match, Mountain Dew paid a million dollars to the WWE to have this match. Sponsor this match. Yeah, but Mountain Dew Pitch Black is so delicious. I haven't had it yet because I've been pop free for the last two months. I will tell you this: it is not the same as when it was back in the day. Back no. in the day, it was a sour grape flavor. Now it's uh-huh. just like a purple berry, a tropical berry, but it's still really good. It's not the same, yeah. but it's still really good. And the fact that they have a zero sugar version for my diabetes to drink is even better. Oh, for a second there, it sounded like you had some Mountain Dew right then. You just really spoke really fast there, sir. No, I actually am uh, low on caffeine, and uh, it's I'm probably going to fade in the next, I don't know, 45 minutes. So oh, we better hurry let's up. Get moving, <laughs> so anyway, the Bray Wyatt defeated LA Knight via, via pinfall. Um, Big Tim, let's start with you on this one. Okay, I was actually hoping to get to go first on this one. <laughs> I loved the match. Okay, I loved the 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 whole aspect of wrestling underneath glow sticks. Basically, you're 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 wrestling in a in a uh, black light. A, in a black light, you're wrestling with lit in, up uh, uniforms and gear. Laser, you're you're wrestling in a laser tag arena. I mean, yeah. seriously, and I. I can't believe that Mountain Dew would pay a million dollars for a five-minute match, but, I mean, it should accomplished, I guess. 
Uh, one literally had I... the logo in the center of the ring. That's the true. entire time. One thing Worth that it. one thing that bothered the absolute crap out of me was Uncle Howdy's jump off the off of that big stand thing he was standing on. He obviously missed LA Knight. That was the worst. Worst Deep jump side. anyone has ever made in the history. I thought Shane McMahon jumps from Paul Towers were bad. This was worse than Shane McMahon. And you can't get worse than Shane McMahon. But somehow, okay. Uncle Howdy did it. Are we sure it's not Shane McMahon then? <laughs> it might be Shane McMahon. Just, I don't know. That was so bad. Um, yeah, the the... I thoroughly enjoyed the match, even though it was very short. It was entertaining. I will tell you Great. this: it was not the worst moment of the pregame live event. No. And then after the after the match, you know, with that transition, I was like, "Wait a minute, are they going to have another? Are they going to do it again?" And then when Bray put that mask on, I'm like, "Oh, beautiful! I want one of those." And then. The that, yeah. And the effect that Uncle Howdy had with the jump, yeah, you missed LA Knight, but it's still it was that was still a good jump. And I don't know if you guys noticed this or not, but the Firefly Funhouse gang what came out after Uncle Howdy jumped. Yeah, they were on top of the stanchion that he jumped off of. Yeah. So uh Big Tim, what was your rating for that match? I, even though it was short, I give it a nine. It was something that we've never seen before, and it's something I hope we get to see again. Honestly, Brian. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of with Big Tim on this one. It was, it was a very entertaining and intriguing match for being a five minute and five second match. Like, who wouldn't want to put on like neon glowing? gear like LA Knight had on. And then the the, the body paint that, that Bright had on? Yeah. Are you kidding me? That was probably the coolest part about it. Like, his face was painted with this, like, black light-only paint and his arms had, like, black light-only tattoos and stuff on it. I don't know what the heck that yellow, like, spec stuff was that came out from underneath the announce table or whatever that was. I thought it was popcorn. I thought it was popcorn too, but that was too neon to be popcorn. Yeah. I had something. I'm like, just little flecks of paper, like light up paper, it, like little fireflies. Fire. Yeah, it was really the fireflies, and I'm like, that's what that is. I'm like, but you know, and the fact that it got all over on everybody, like it stuck to LA Knight, it stuck to Bray Wyatt, and then yeah, the 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 Uncle Howdy dive off the top was, you know. To be, yeah, to be yearned for at another time. It just, it was just a good moment. And then when they pan out and you see Bray Wyatt's got this mask on, you got the Firefly Floodhouse characters on top of the stanchion, Uncle Howdy's, you know, in the depths of, I don't know, hell, hell, I guess. In the basement of the Firefly Funhouse, I guess would say now. Yeah, um, there you go. But yeah, a nine definitely. I wouldn't say it was a ten. Because if it, w- it would have been ten, if it would have been ten minutes, 
and they would have oh, beat yeah. the crap out of each other even more. Um, the fact that they taped up the kendo sticks to glow. I, like, that was that was pretty cool too. The creativity yeah. that went into this match. If Mountain Dew didn't, if Pepsi Company or slash Mountain Dew didn't have anything to do with this, I would be a little bit surprised. But like to be like, hey, we got an idea for your pitch back match. Let's make it black lights. We'll put our logo in a dead center of the ring. It'll stay there the entire time. It'll light up. I'm pretty sure they just put it on the actual ring mat itself. It wasn't a light. No, oh. um, it was on the canvas itself. I think. Um, and like to have things glow up, like the light up gear, the 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 paint, body paint, the kendo sticks, the fireflies. It was just an overall well thought out match. And if this was a Triple H idea, you know, good on him. You know, yeah, clap my hands to him. So, but like I said, with Uncle Howdy Jump, it still wasn't the worst part of the pay-per-view or premium live event. I would like to talk about that a little bit later. We'll talk about that probably after the next match. Yeah. If we can. Um, so my match rating, I definitely would give definitely gave it a nine. Or give it a nine. At first when I heard about the match, I thought it was very I was very skeptical of it, but it definitely changed my mind. So um yeah. So and I, another note, uh, Smack SmackDown tonight. They did an interview with Ellie Knight the first time. Been seen since um, Royal Rumble, and he did mention that he was done with Bray Wyatt was in the past, and there were no Bray Wyatt logos or like the the upside firefly down firefly. There was yeah. none of that, so I think they're actually going to move on from LAA Night for the for for right now, and go possibly go a different route with um, Bray Wyatt. But I wouldn't be surprised if in the next week or so around Elimination Chamber, or maybe after, they, they bring something back. Because they're obviously going to do something big with Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. They may actually do the unveiling of who Uncle Howdy actually is. Which would be an amazing thing. But we'll yeah. talk about that close to WrestleMania. As we see what happens uh, in the near future. Yeah. So, Tim, did you have any other thoughts? I did not. Alright. Moving on to the next match. Which was uh, <clears throat> for the Women's Raw Women's Championship Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss bad pinfall pinfall. Um this was the second shortest second shortest match of the night at seven minutes thirty-five seconds. Uh Brian, let's start with you. A bathroom break match? Yeah. I wasn't nearly it was as exciting be. as I thought it was going to be. I literally have thought I just need to go to the bathroom now. Like this, this was so underwhelming, and those two girls are so much better than that, yeah. so much better than that. And I was very, very disappointed with this match. I didn't think it was going to be a big match because I figured they would pull up more of the you know Uncle Howdy Bray Wyatt things in the match, and it didn't go long enough for anything like that to develop. And some of the moves were just like they didn't know what they were doing. Like, they had forgot what they were supposed to do in the ring. It just was so underwhelming. I don't know what I gave it a rating of or anything, but I don't even know if I want to give this a five. It was, it was almost like watching Carmella, Matt, walk, wrestle. <laughs> and that's pretty low. Yeah. By the way, she did come back. She is back. Don't remind so, me. 
Uh, Tim, was there any match ratings for this for this one? Uh, we had predicted seven, six, and seven. I remember. Well, right. I don't even think it hit that. To be honest, no, it didn't. five is five for me in this match is generous, and I love watching Bianca. I even more love watching Alexa Bliss because, you know, she's a hometown Ohio girl, and I've always been a homer. You know, I've always been a big fan of Dolph. I've always been a fan, big fan of Miz. I'm a big Johnny Gargano fan. I'm a big Montez Ford, or not Montez, but uh, Dawkins. I'm a Montez Ford fan too, but Dawkins is from Ohio. It's from the Cincinnati area. You know, but like, it was very underwhelming to me. I just was not happy with the way that that match went. It used to be, yeah, the, the ladies, women's Royal Wumber was the last match. And it was the most exciting of the two Royal Rumble matches. But when you you go back to the whole the the movement with the give Deezes a chance and a women's revolution, if you're going to have a, a main event caliber match between an Alexa Bliss and a Bianca Belair, you got to make it go 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. It can't be a seven, a sub 10, 10 match. You can't do no. that to them girls. They're way too talented for it. And it almost showed like they were disappointed that they were going to have some such a short match because it, it was almost like they knew. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the men's Royal Rumble match went over the time that they were supposed to go. Oh, more than likely. Or the second match, the reason why that one was cut so short was because of it too. So, yeah. But yeah, it was very, very underwhelming. I'm very sad. I'm very happy that Bianca's retained. You know, she's been a great champion, but um, I also want to see them do more with the whole Lexa Bray Wyatt Uncle Howdy thing too. Like, we saw, I'm pretty sure at the, uh, if I remember correctly, at the end of the match, uh, there was an Uncle Howdy or something where they say, do you really think you're in control? Yeah, it was you Uncle feel Howdy. control. So, you know, I'm there's probably going to be a big thing set up for WrestleMania, and I hope they have it. And we'll talk, like I said, we'll talk about that more around the WrestleMania time, but like, I'm just so underwhelmed. Yeah. I don't even want to um, talk about it anymore. Yeah, it definitely was an underwhelming match for me. Um, and I told you guys it was going to be a bathroom break match, but you said no. So I feel like I should get a point for that. <laughs> oh, we'll give you a half um, a point. You'll get point five. Well, because I so, really didn't uh, go to the bathroom. Tim, I actually went and got food at that time. Yeah. So, Big Tim, what was your thoughts on that match? Have literally one word. Eh. eh. I thought you were gonna say snore, but no, I'm gonna say meh and leave it there. I have nothing else to say. So with that being said, let's just go ahead and move on to the next match then. Oh, don't you Hold want my reading? Before we go to the next match. What's that? What's that, Tim? Do you want my reading? Sure. <laughs> reading meh. Meh. Four and a half. <laughs> yeah. meh. His rating was meh. <laughs> Doesn't even get a next... number. <laughs> yeah. So the next match on the card was... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me take over real quick. I want to talk about something to get over with because it's been bothering the crap out of me. Okay. Can we talk okay. about how absolutely god-awful Hardy's performance was? Yeah. My mom was watching okay. the pay-per-view with me. My mother who's not a wrestling fan, was like, this guy sucks. Is he even I trying? Not... I lost it laughing because I thought it was funny, first of all. But second, they would see most horrible live performance 
performance I've ever heard from a band in my entire life. I would much rather listen to the edited album that sounds good than him in person ever again. It was absolutely god awful. Well, I'm sitting there thinking, like, they say they had introduced him as a country music star. And I'm listening to his music. That's not country. Was it? It was a rock song, to first of all. It wasn't country. He doesn't even sound country. And when he did try to sound country, it sounded fake country. And Well, it didn't even sound like it was, it was more like rap. And it wasn't even that. It was just him screaming into the microphone, and it was all off key. Yeah. Somebody was having a very bad night, and it was definitely Hardy. And Hardy should Hardy har his way out of WWE forever and never come back and do a theme song. I'd rather have the other Hardy back. Give us, give me Matt and Jeff. Before, give me Lane Hardy from American Idol. <laughs> yeah. Love that so, kid. I'm not a country music fan that much, but he was actually good. Yeah. But, so like, that was just god awful. I don't even right. talk about it. Okay. So, you good about that now? We're good. We're good. We're good. Oh, now it's my turn. Okay. Tim, go ahead. I have uh, one word for the Hardy's uh, uh, performance. Meh. Meh. No. Suck. <laughs> Suck. Suck. Is that Suck. even really a word? All right. So, so we all agree that the Hardy performance was not that good. So, but I hope. I hope. I don't even give it a one. I give it a point one. <laughs> It was so bad. He doesn't even get a full point. He gets a half a dozen. He gets a point zero 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 one. That's what I mean. He's getting one thousandth of a point for that one. Of a rating. One thousandth. Alright, alright. You said <gasps> you were good. You were good on your rant, sir. You lied to me. So I'm cutting you off from the hearty conversation. I'm gonna go get some more water. I shall return in a few seconds. But anyway, while 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 we're while he's we get out of the way. We're going to transition to the next match now before he gets back to go back on another hearty tangent. Anyway, <laughs> so the next match was the Women's Royal Rumble match, which, in my opinion, was a whole lot better than the men's. Yes. Um, the match went for one hour and one minute, three, three seconds. So, uh, Big Tim, we haven't started with you in a while, so why don't you go ahead and lead us off on this match? So, before I get into this, I, I have to make a pun. It better not be about Hardy. It, it is, sort of. But he's not here uh. to yell at me. Would you say that after that rant that Brian was broken? Yes, I would say he'd be broken. <laughs> that, that's, that, was the, that was the joke. Okay, now we so can talk about the, the women's drama. It was about the good Hardy. Yes. So, women's Royal Rumble match. Did not see Rhea Ripley going all the way from number one. I did pick her to win. So did you. Dr. Love. Yeah. And I did not expect her to be entering number one and go all the way, but she did. She won. And made us look like geniuses. And sure. <clears throat> But isn't that because we are? No. <laughs> Uh, I want to give a shout out to who I think is the favorite wrestler of the Cosmic Convergence, at least the favorite female wrestler 
Cosmic Convergence as a whole, Liv Morgan. Yes. Liv showed up. Liv showed out. And it sucks that Liv didn't get to win, but you, got, you, you get to say you went all the way to the end of the Royal Rumble match. You were one second and a missing from Asuka away from potentially winning the whole thing. Right. I love me some Liv. That, yeah. uh, the ending of the Women's Royal Rumble was just, it was, that was intense. It was. I honestly thought they were, for a minute they were going to go with Liv and I was going to be so mad. Mm-hmm. But they went with who, in my opinion, was the right choice. Love Liv as a wrestler, but Ray Ripley's the right choice. No, she's going to be oh, facing hey, Charlotte, I... and that's that. What were you going to say? I said, at least it wasn't Charlotte. Through that. Well, she's already the champion, so. Yeah. The only thing they would have done that way is they would have had Charlotte win, and then she would have challenged Bianca, and they would have unified the titles. And it would have been like the whole men's title thing, and I just don't want that to happen. Okay. Yeah. Unless they go the whole Becky route, where she just defends it at all times. Becky two belts. Becky two belts. And then Charlotte um, could go win the oh. NXT Women's Championship and be, to be Charlotte three belts. Yeah, probably. So let's get into, because we didn't do this, well, we did this a little bit with the men's, but there wasn't that many. So here were some of the unaffiliated and NXT branded women wrestlers. So we had Roxanne Perez that came in. She came in at number eight. Zoe Stark came in at number 13. Chelsea Green, unaffiliated, came in at number 20. Uh, Indy Hartwell came in at 26 from NXT. And then the one, my probably my favorite surprise, just because it was said that she was not supposed to be in it, at all, but yet it still happened was none other than Michelle McCool, who was conveniently sitting front row of the show with her girls. And you're telling me she wasn't expecting to be put in the ring. <laughs> um that, my I friend, thought, is called strategic placement. Oh, I know. I thought that the match was... What rating did I give it originally, Tim? Uh, eight and a half. I'm giving that a nine. I, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> I'm so happy that my pick won. Because obviously give me a point. But these women put on a show. For sure. And I give I give them a round of applause and I enjoyed every single moment of it. Um and then of, oh I did forget to mention because uh Nia Jax made a return. I think as Brian so eloquently predicted. Um that but but I would be so Furious with um, the production team because they 
messed up her entrance so hard. Because I don't know about you guys, but somebody jumped the gun, pushed her music, pushed the graphics. Somebody forgot to push the countdown. I was like, screw it. Something. We're going to ruin the whole night for everybody. Let's go. Well, it's like I'm sitting there watching the women's rumble and then like the la- like 29, I was like, all right, cool, they're out. And then it wasn't even like the full amount of time for number 30. So I'm sitting there like, oh, someone messed up. So, so I feel bad for Naya in that, you know, screwing up her entrance and all that. So, uh, Brian, let's move over to you. Yeah, that was kind of disappointing with the whole reveal of the whole Nia Jax coming back. Like, how you had one job. Your job was to hit the countdown clock for 10 seconds before you hit the music and the screen and everything else. Did they do that? No. no. You wonder why? Because somebody was too excited in the, in the, in the truck. It was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, this is a big moment, this is a big reveal. Oh, you messed up. <laughs> we all know Triple I'm, H wasn't happy about this, that. Oh, I'm going to tell you right now, Somebody was getting a week without pay. At least. Um, I would not want to have been been in Gorilla at that moment. I wouldn't have wanted to have been anywhere on that crew. No. My reaction when that happened was someone just got fired. <laughs> Literally. As soon as I saw that happen, <laughs> I heard Vince McMahon's up. voice in the back going, You're fired! I'm like, oh no! That's the real reason why Vince came back, so he could be the one to fire people when they screw up. <laughs> well, some somebody is uh, currently searching unemployment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but as for my my rating for the match, Tim, what what did I say it was going to be? Uh, seven. You know what? I I lowballed it. I did. I I gave it too low a rating. I'm I'm kind of with Cam on the nine. It was a very, um, very entertaining match the entire way through. Did you give it a nine? Yeah. Um, what's that? Did you say you were going to give it a nine? Amend it to a nine? Yeah, yeah. I said I was going to amend it. Oh, to a nine. yeah. I mean, it was it was probably the of the two Raw Rumble matches. I am a hundred percent happy that the, the women showed out. Yeah. Now, I um, I was I'm pretty sure I said you know Sol Ruka was going to be in a. If she was in it, she would have the most copious moment. But like, I don't think we really had one on the women either. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a couple hanging from their hands and their feet almost touching, like Rhea at the end there. Um, but can you really say that's a copious thing? Because a lot of people have done that. That's like a back when Shawn Michaels won it back in the day when one foot touched. Mm-hmm. I think it was um, uh, was it Casey Cantanzaro who's now called Katana. Was yeah. she in it? She she had like the one footed thing, I think. Yes, she did that one year. Oh, but that was then, a couple uh, years. I'm like talking about this year. Somebody, somebody was on the outside where they were only one foot touched, and they were like, "Well, I'll just keep this foot up in the air and find a way to get back in the ring." I can't remember who it was. 
So yeah. All right, Big Tim, what's your perspective? So I loved every minute of the women's Royal Rumble match. I am just glad we were able to see such a match, honestly, after the snoozer known as the meh match. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so I'm I'm also gonna give it a nine, but I'm actually going to bump it up to a nine and a half. Did everything right. That's fair. They, they pick Rhea as the win. They had Rhea win. They had Liv go to the end. And the final three was intense. Really, even though our pick was there and Rhea, really couldn't tell if they were actually going to go with Rhea with Liv there. Yeah. Now, Liv won money. Well, especially with the whole year. Asuka thing, too. Yeah. True. And this, I think Rhea is destined to become champion at Mania. And we'll discuss that later, but that's what I'm thinking, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, um, and then I didn't, and then we had, uh, if you didn't notice, but Natalia was in the Royal Rumble. And she eliminated damage control. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other... Big other surprise names that made the way back. Um, then we had Chelsea Green, who was eliminated in five seconds. And of course, if you don't know who Chelsea Green is, she was part of Impact Wrestling, and she is married to none other than Matt Cardona. Which, woo, woo, woo. Um, oh. Yeah. And I'm sad that he was in the men's Royal Rumble, but that would have been amazing. Um She is currently signed to WWE where she performs on the Raw brand under the ring name Chelsea Green. So I don't know if you guys knew that one or not. I knew that. Uh she was actually on SmackDown this past Friday. So she kind of bounced right. in between the two. Yeah. Kind of funny little segment with her and uh uh, what's her name? She's so un- she's so forgettable. Um, yeah. Sonya Deville. Yeah. So it's like anytime I think of her, that's what I think. I just don't want to think about it. And of course, the boss man. And they had like a little segment. It's kind of funny. But she was yeah. there. She was on SmackDown this this week. So technically, she's still unaffiliated. She's more known for being on Raw, but like. She- you went to SmackDown this week, and I'm like, what? Um, and then can we say that my probably say one of my another surprise, and I was really surprised in how well she's done is Piper. Piper, I'm not gonna try for Niven. Uh, yeah, Niven. Niven. But can we just say? Can I just say? Commentary. The commentary was on point the entire night. Yes. Okay. But so them just dropping the do drop things. The 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 dad joke for, as I'm gonna call them, the dad jokes of the do drop and everything between Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Pat McAfee were spot on, and they yes. were hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing. And completely honest with you guys, Michael Cole and Corey Graves. 
did not know Pat McAfee was going to be there. Ah, because no. the night after is the Pro Bowl game. It's the first night of Pro Bowl game against which was in Las Vegas, where Pat McAfee was an announcer. Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, that's where he was, was for the Pro Bowl games. So yeah. they had no clue he was coming to the Royal Rumble at all. It was completely, and Pat McAfee confirmed it on his show. They kept it a secret. So their reactions were 100%, just like the whole, like, Michael Cole and Liv cashed in. They kept that a secret. That was 100% yeah. true reactions. It was great. I did get a point in a second so, for, picking, for picking him to come back, right? <laughs> he did. I, I, I Technically, he was a surprise. <laughs> yes, but he wasn't in the Rumble. He wasn't in it, but he was still a surprise at the Rumble. <laughs> Technicality side point one. <laughs> I, I will allow you to have that point if I get a point for uh, the... Match between Bianca and uh, Alexa. Sir, I already told you you get half a point for that one. Well, then you get a half a point for Pat McAfee. I'll take the half the point because that'll be fifteen point five. Um, so I don't have anything else on the women's Royal Rumble match. Do you either of you? I do not. Uh, no, no, not really. I mean, that's a little sad that you know they let Bailey eliminate Becky Lynch, which was my pick, which I probably should have known not to pick Becky because. They have that feud going real. I guess something fun happened on Monday Night Raw. I watched with Lee coming back, but uh, yeah, I gotta go watch some some segments about that. But um, I think they're gonna be setting up a big match at uh, WrestleMania between the two of them. So Uh, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. So moving on to the last match of the night, which was really spectacular, and then we'll talk about the aftermath. Uh, Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman and Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. Of course, Roman Reigns defeated KO by a pinfall. Uh, Big Tim, let's start with you. Oh, this this match. Best story in wrestling, honestly. Oh, do yeah. you take the best story in wrestling and make it, uh, somebody put it, Grammy-worthy? <laughs> Do what you did, especially at yeah. the end of the match. After the match was over, you have Zine finally. Pretty sure it would be Emmy worthy, not Grammy worthy, because Grammy's singing. Oh, oh Emmy is okay. acting. Okay, or right. Oscars. They could deserve. They deserve Oscars too. Oscars. Okay, I'm not hip. Emmy's and Oscars. So, before I, I don't right. want me to keep interrupting you, Tim, but I the best show award. Out of all of them that this match was worthy of, is the Slammies. Of course. I'm going to pretend you did not just say that word, and <laughs> I'm going to move on. <laughs> it's better than him saying Roman's Ubu Champ. Click. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> match 10 out of 10. You wrote yep. what you needed to do, especially the the post match segment where you finally had had everything boil over. 
The most interesting piece of the puzzle other than that was Jay walking away. Mm -hmm. Uh, be interesting to see how that plays out as the weeks... I already know how that plays out, and I'll tell you when I talk about it. And I'm guessing it's that Jay showed up tonight? I will Mm -hmm. talk about it later. Okay, and... Yes. So I give it a 10, and I... I'm looking forward to Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn Elimination Chamber. We all know that that Reigns is going to win because he has to lose to Cody at Mania. But we'll see how it goes. Unless they're going to split the titles. It makes sense for Zayn to win one. Yeah. But we'll see how that goes. Brian, over to you. Yeah, uh, definitely 10 out of 10. It was a phenomenal match. Them two wrestling together is like watching a Bob Ross painting. It's just so... It's peaceful. You know that they're going to flow, right? There's no big mistakes, just happy little accidents. But there weren't any. It was great. It was perfection. Because that's how Bob Ross's paintings turn out in the end. It just looks perfection. Just perfection. It was phenomenal. I love watching Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. And then you add in the end of the match segment. Oh, give me this kind of TV all the time. Triple H, where have you been? If this was you, Triple H, good on ya. And like you mentioned, Jay Uso did leave. He just walked out. And yes, tonight was the title defense for, for the Usos. 500 and some odd days. I think it was 570 some days. And, uh, you know, the whole night, Jimmy's trying to call Jay, trying to get hold of him. There's even a segment where it was Jimmy talking to the wise man, Paul Heyman. Didn't know if his brother was going to show up. Then you see Ricochet and Braun Strowman come out. You see Jay, Jimmy come out by himself. They start to do the announcement. You know, Samantha Irving, just want to say low-key, the best female ring announcer since Lily Garcia. Just want to say. I even think she's somewhat a little better than Lily Garcia, except for the fact that Lily Garcia can speak Spanish and could sing the national anthem really well. I have never heard Samantha do the national anthem, but I love Samantha Irving as a, a ring announcer. Even even though she's you know gonna get married to Ricochet. That's here and there. That's why she says his name so much. So well. But uh yeah, uh, he showed up and and, Jay, and she was making the announcement for him, for for Jay, for Jimmy to be by himself. And then all of a sudden, you just Jay, Jay, Jimmy stops him and looks up in the crowd, and there's Jay coming down with his titles. So, which the Usos did retain, just by the way. Still SmackDown champs, still Raw champs. But yeah, the whole the whole set rest the whole segment was 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 great. Definitely 10 out of 10. Um, and then, like, once Cam's done with it, we, we can talk about the final segment, I think. Right, guys? Yeah. All right, go ahead, so, Cam. <clears throat> so I pretty much am going to agree with both of you. 10 out of 10 match. Phenomenal all around. Um, I enjoyed every single moment of it from uh, the near misses to Sammy, like, 
freaking out. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed it. And then of course, you know, jaywalking out and all that was very interesting and a very good setup. Um, but like I said, I agree with you guys with everything you've said. It was a good match. So I guess moving on to the final segment. Um, I guess I'll note to self: don't you. drink while trying to breathe. So yeah, I I will throw that back to you, Brian. So final segment at the end. You see, which I believe was Sammy's final test that Roman said on the last time that he said he wanted to see him. Mm-hmm. It was going to be the test of is he going to be with the bloodline or is he going to be against the bloodline? Yeah. And so when you he stops him from hitting KO, who is handcuffed to the ropes. Handcuffed to the ropes. And he stops Roman from hitting him with the chair and says, you're better than this. You don't need to do this. The first thing that popped up in my head was Seth Rollins 2.0. Yep. Especially when he told him, okay, you're right, I don't need to do it. You do it. And I saw Roman Reigns step up and Sammy standing behind him with the chair, and I'm like, I hope he hits him in the back with the chair. I hope. And then he falls on the ropes just like, like he did when Seth betrayed him in the shield. I'm like, this is the greatest Triple H doing in the world right now because I'm like, they're just literally repeating it. The only thing was, Seth didn't get beat down by, by other people. He beat down. Dean Ambrose, too, with the chair. So I almost kind of was hoping yeah. that it would have been like, okay, I just smacked Roman Reigns with the chair. Now I'm going to take out Solo because he's the next threat. And instead, he's like, I had to do it. I had to do it. Just gave himself up. And here comes Jimmy. Boom, super kick. Starts beating him up. Here comes Solo, Simone Spike. Boom. Mm-hmm. And then Roman. And then you just see Jay stay in the corner just staring at him. Like, you know, he just hit yeah. a really bad puff of something that he's been caught with before. Um, and just kind of, they look all look at him like, are you going to do this? Uzi? He's just like, I'm out. Down and out the ring he goes. Just walks away. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they showed, like, an after, like, like, I see, like, pictures and stuff, like, afterwards, like, of everybody walking out. Evan and Sammy did walk out together. They were carried out yeah. separately by multiple uh, referees and people. But, you know, the whole setup of it, and then, like, last Friday night, Roman's in the ring, Sammy attacks, and then Sammy gets attacked. And then Roman's like, I want you in Montreal. You tried to destroy my family, I'm going to destroy you in front of your entire family. Yeah. So, and this week comes out, Roman's not there. Solo's not there. Jimmy's in the back wondering if Jay's going to show up. And Paul Heyman's in the ring like, oh, I got a spoiler for you. Sammy Zane isn't here. And all of a sudden, here comes Sammy. He's strolling in the ring. Has a little conversation with Paul. And by the way, the promo that he right. cut tonight, Sammy, was great. It yeah. was great. If you haven't seen it yet, find somewhere and just find that promo of the whole segment from, uh, you know, Mr. Walrus talking at the beginning, Paul Heyman. I, was, I thought it was funny when they called him that. 
to the whole segment there. It was a great promo for Sammy yeah. to cut, and it gets me really excited about Elimination Chamber. Oh, yeah. Tim? So, so uh, Brian, you pretty much took all the words out of my mouth, man. That's more I'm, than I'm sorry. I'm, we do that I'm, to each other, though. We have great minds think alike. Great minds think alike. But, you know, one, one thing I'm looking forward to seeing is if the Usos are actually going to split at some point. You know, I think I read somewhere that Jimmy said something to Jay or Jay said something to Jimmy after the the uh, tag title match tonight. Um. Okay, so there was, a, sorry to cut you off, but there was a segment with Sammy and Jay in the production area where the trucks are, the semi trailers, where Jay's walking through with his titles and, and Sammy's hiding, it's like not really hiding, but standing by one of the trailers. And he says some stuff to Jay as if like to say, look, and you have to watch the promo he cut first and talks about to understand what happens next. You got to watch that too, but he said, stuff to Jay like hey and then the thing that got me the most is Sammy looks at Jay and goes I acknowledge you Jay Uso and Jay just looks at him like that really felt good for somebody to say to him and I'm telling you if it doesn't set up a, a betrayal by Jay at Elimination Chamber even though you know we're still probably going to see Roman win, but I can see where there's a betrayal there somewhere, and then the brothers get together, and you know, they're probably going to lose the titles on a SmackDown or Raw episode, because you know, that's what's going to end up happening. I, I, I really see, you know, this whole Sammy uh, and Jay thing going on right now, where it's like, he's going to get in the head of Jay, and remember back in the day when it was Roman and Jay fighting, and they had some pretty good matches. We may see that after WrestleMania. If if Jay if if uh, Cody only takes one title off of Roman, uh, you could potentially see Jay taking another try and going after the other one. Anyway, back to you, Tim. I'm trying to think now. <laughs> so sorry. So. I really paid attention. So, I said I really paid attention to back up tonight to see what's going on for on for so you guys could. Be oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm I'm personally excited about where everything's going to head, and we'll see how it goes. I'm going to send it over to Doctor Love. Yeah, um, couldn't agree with you guys anymore. Um, overall, I thought the show was great. Um, I'm gonna definitely go and look up those segments from Raw and SmackDown in preparation of Elimination Chamber. Um, so with that being said, I think we need to see who won the Royal Rumble Premium Live Event game guess uh, guessing game. So I'm going to turn the microphone back to our game master, Big Tim. Oh boy, I am the game master. I am. The game. You don't want to play me? I Okay, I'm going to stop quoting your yeah, theme song. Yeah, yeah, I know. But at any rate... You're the cerebral ass assassin? You're fired. Anyway, <laughs> so 
He actually had a mathematical error found and fixed because Dr. Love actually had two more people predicted correctly than I gave him credit for. So, was that? So, (laughs) so we, after the side games for this premium live event, our side game standings are as follows. Dr. Love has 14 points. He had 12 until I realized the error of my ways. Ian, some fat guy in Ohio, has 15 points. And Big Tim, of course, yours truly, 19 points after Royal after the Royal Rumble for the side games. See how this goes? Uh, the side games basically predicting different things like who's out first, how long they last, all that fun stuff. So, I believe we should have an Elimination Chamber side game as well. I was going to get there. I was sorry, <laughs> jumping the gun. <laughs> You're jumping the gun, Brian. Come on, man. Jumping the gun, I'm sorry. You have my thunder. <laughs> okay, I have your thunder. You have it. You have all the thunder. Thank you. And I want the lightning. I'll be the lightning too. that comes in after. Okay, no, I'll works. get the lightning. You get to be the thunder because you hit hard okay. first. And that comes down and hammer them up. So we will have an elimination chamber side game in that. The uh, Elimination Chamber matches themselves. There'll, there'll be a side game, like who gets out first, the longest to last in the Elimination Chamber. And then I don't know if we'll be able to have... How about the order that they come in? The order that they come in and the order that they're eliminated. Of, okay, this person, this person starts a match, and then this person next, this person next, this person next, and then the last person to get it, come in? Should be a five-point bonus. Yeah, we could. T- well, we'll talk about that offline. We could talk about that uh, yeah. tomorrow. But I, I like the idea. Uh, after elimination chamber, I can't comment on when the next side game will be. Maybe WrestleMania. WrestleMania would be the next one, but is there really a way that we we could do a side game for WrestleMania? Because it's two nights. Not really. So we're going to have to do a night one and a night two show. So that's two shows there. And then if we decide to do the side games, we have to do side games for both night one and night two. And then we could do like an overall side game of total points between night one and night two. And whoever has the most points after both nights is the winner of said WrestleMania side game. But we'll have to discuss what side games we go with then because there's going to be a lot of matches and a lot of opportunities for side games. Exactly. So we'll see. Uh... So see how that goes. Other than that, I know we'll have a side game at Survivor Series when we get there. Um, That's going to be a blast. Yeah, and then we'll have to wait and see if any other matches are like... Guys, guys, know. SummerSlam's at Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan this year. It is. In August. It is. Oh, I would love to go there. I mean, my so wife's going to see... Madonna with her daughter there. Why can't I go watch SummerSlam? SummerSlam is fun. It's going to be fun. 
probably about three hours away from where we're located here in the Cleveland area. But we'll see how it goes. Uh, after Royal Rumble, we've went over the side games points. Can't remember if we went over overall records. We are combined. 14. Did at the very beginning. Okay, we were combined fourteen and one as mentioned. Uh, Brian with the only loss. Yeah, that's normal. And that's okay. Combined fourteen and one. A uh, side note: after Royal Rumble twenty twenty two. We're combined six, six, and six. So, the devil. So, either we have gotten good at predicting, WWE has just gotten too predictable. And oh, elimination Tanger will be the tell. Yeah, if one of us goes undefeated at Elimination Chamber. I'm going to say they've gotten to be a little too predictable. But then again, around WrestleMania, they get really predictable. Here's the real fun part. The Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania is always the most unpredictable. Never know who's going to show up. How about a Monday after WrestleMania game? Maybe. Potentially. But Dr. Love, do you have anything? He's taking a nap. Ryan, do you have anything, Dad? I I think Doctor Love's taking a nap. Oh, that's what I have to add. Okay. <laughs> I'm always ready. I think for you a might nap. have to sign off because he doesn't seem seem uh, you know around. That's all right. Hey, maybe these, maybe these nights I can sign off, just not tonight. That's more than fine. Because I've been stepping over you all night. I'm gonna let you have this moment. <laughs> Uh, you've you've been stepping over me all night, but it's more than fine, man. It's always fun when the Cosmic Convergence gets together and talks about wrestling. For some fat guy in Ohio and Dr. Love, Big Tim, signing off. <laughs>